On today's Stinging Corners, we are covering the 2021 MVP race and looking at just the 22-year-olds and deciding if we can pick just one to invest in. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Dinging Corners. Hey guys, before we get into the podcast today, I wanted to share with you a little bit of a coupon and also a little bit of news. So tonight, Thursday, if you are watching this during the day, tonight, 5 to 10 p.m. Central Time, we are doing Slab Stocks Breaks at night. And if you want to join, you can go to slabstocks.com slash shop or just slabstocks.com and then click on the shop button and you'll notice our breaks here. And then We've got a basketball break, two random teams, random team football break, jumble packs of Top Scrum Hobby, and also Prism retail packs out. And we may be listing more stuff as the night goes on, depending on how it goes. If you want to get in on this, you can go click on anything, add whatever you want to your cart. And then when you click add to cart, you can type in the code for Dinging Corners listeners. You'll see it here, Dinging Corners, D-I-N-G-I-N-G-C-O-R-N-E-R-S. Dane Corners, all one word, and this is just for listeners of Dane Corners. Nobody else will know about this. Nobody else will hear about this. But if you type in that code for tonight, you will get 10% off your order. No minimum order. You can buy one pack of Prism Retail. You could buy two boxes of Prism Retail. You will get the 10% off the whole price. Um, so if you're interested in that, Dane Corners in the apply coupon box on slabstocks.com shop and you can get 10% off. Otherwise, if you're not interested in that, you can also just join us for the stream and just comment on YouTube. You don't have to buy anything. There will be giveaways. It'll be a good time. We'll talk sports, and we'll have a good time. So if you're interested in that, join tonight, youtube.com, slabstocks. And if you want to buy in, slabstocks.com slash shop. And don't forget the code Dinging Corners, all one word, D-I-N-G-I-N-G-C-O-R-N-E-R-S to get your 10% off. Thank you, guys. Now on to the rest of the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I'm your host, Nate, and today we made a little bit of history. Well, two days ago, anyways, we made a little bit of history in the MLB world because there were, for the first time, three guys under the age of 23 that were MVP candidates. So the MLB every year releases their top three candidates, and this year, Tatis, Soto, and Guerrero Jr., Vlad Guerrero Jr., were on the ballot. Vlad in the American League, Soto and Tatis in the National League, and there's only six guys, and three of them were 23 and under. So we are going to cover that today with the hope that we can figure out which one we should invest in. Now, obviously, you'd want to invest in them all, but if you had to pick one, which one would you choose? So let's get into it. All right, so the 2021 MVP race, right? We talked about it, the three dudes, Tatis, Soto, Guerrero Jr. We talked about them the other day on the Ding Corners Instagram. This is the post from the Instagram, 22 and under club. All three of these guys, 22 years old last year, all MVP candidates, all amazing, all worthy investments. And yet... I asked, if you had to choose one, who would you choose? And a lot of people gave their answers. 
So I wanted to take this moment to give my answer by looking at a number of factors and trying to dis- and giving them points b- and rankings, right, based on those factors and giving the points and then making a decision from there. And so we've got Soto, Tatis, and Vlad, and uh, we're going to go through various things and we're going to make our decisions. Now, a lot of you chose on the Instagram post, chose Soto, and a lot of you chose Tatis. Nobody really chose Vlad, I don't think. Um, though Vlad is obviously a worthy candidate himself and just as amazing bat as any of the other guys. So now that you know the uh, rules and why we're doing it, remember that this is my opinion. This is my choice. You know, it's 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 not going to be perfect for everybody. You guys are going to hear me say things that you're like, I just don't agree with that. I just don't care about that. I, you know, this, that, and the other way. And that's the beautiful thing. Beautiful thing about cards is that you can invest however you want. Just because I invest one way or look at it one way doesn't mean you have to look at it that way. And so however I come up with this, you might say to yourselves, ah, I would never invest in that guy over this guy. I'd rather have this guy, and this is the reason why. And I love that. I love that about uh, sports. I love that about cards. We all have our different opinions. Nobody's really wrong. Nobody's really right, you know. Um, And so let me know in the YouTube comments, you know, if I like Tatis and you like Vlad, let me know why you like Vlad. I'd love to know. So uh, let me know on that, and we will get underway here. So you have to pick one, though. None of this, I'll take all three. Of course, we'd all take all three. Everyone would take all three. They're amazing. They're all three amazing, amazing players. You literally can't go wrong with any single one. But because that's not fun, what's more fun is causing stress and making you pick one. You have to pick one. And at the very least, at the very least, when you're done watching this video or in the middle here, or if you don't want to watch the rest of the video and you've made it this far, at least tell me who you got. Do you have Soto? Do you have Vlad? Do you have Tatis? Let me know in the comments. I just wouldn't kind of want to get a gauge for uh, what people are thinking. Real quick, Soto, Tatis, Vlad, put it down there. Easy peasy. All right, so our first category is age. Soto is 23 years 16 days right now. Vlad is 22 years, 239 days old right now. And Tatis is 22 years, 312 days old. So Vlad is the youngest, but it's only a five-month difference between Vlad and Soto, the oldest. And that's just really not a big difference at all. Once you get out of being zero, five months is not a huge difference or one to two. You know, when you're in fifth grade, and uh, you have five months between you and your classmate, you don't care. And it gets even worse, you know, the higher you get. You're 21, and somebody else is 21, you don't care. You're 28, and somebody's 26, you don't care. There's not a huge difference, right? So five months is minuscule. It doesn't matter. And for that reason, and they all played last year at the age of 22. Soto turned 23 after the fact, during the, well, the playoffs are going on. And so they were all in their age 22 season last year for the entire season. So it's a tie. Vlad, Soto, Tatis, all tied. No advantage here. So let's move on to position. And we've got Soto playing right field. Obviously, right field is better than playing like a second base, I think, or maybe a third base or a first base. But it's worse than playing, you know, shortstop or center field. Um, And so for me, you know, if you're investing in somebody, shortstop, center fielder, corner outfielder would be the way I go. And then like third base, second base, first base, catcher. Um, So right field for Soto, 
first base for Vlad. Now, I will admit he came up as a, as a third baseman, so I don't really think first base is fair to him. I don't think a ton of people think about him as a first baseman. They think about Vlad as a baseball player, you know, third base, first base. Um, could slot still slot in at third base. So I don't, maybe it's just me, but I don't necessarily consider Vlad a full-fledged first baseman. Like when I think of Pete Alonso and I think of Vlad Guerrero Jr., I do not think the same thing. I think Vlad Guerrero Jr., really good young baseball player, great investment. When I think Pete Alonso, I think first base, stay away. You know? So Vlad Guerrero Jr., first base, but I don't think it's as drastic as that. And then we've got Fernando Tatis. I have shortstop center field here. Um, obviously, he's a shortstop. He hasn't been great defensively at shortstop, and they have Jake Cronenworth and C.J. Abrams uh, coming up who can play shortstop and probably will. So I don't know if his days at shortstop are going to be numbered or not. He played center field at the end of the year because he was injured a ton last year, shoulder injuries and stuff. They wanted to limit the wear and tear on his body, and so they put him in center field, and he was pretty good at it. Um, so there's potential that he won't play shortstop in the future, but the same case with Vlad is that he started third base and is a first baseman now. So I don't really think people consider him a first baseman, even if Tatis moves off a shortstop, I think people will still say, oh, he could move back to shortstop. So it won't matter that much. Plus you have this quote, and this is Tatis talking. I feel like me and AJ, AJ Preller, the GM of the Padres have already put that conversation down. Tatis said he signed a shortstop and he's not, and he's going to have a shortstop. That's the plan so far. I'm not planning on moving for a very long time from there. There being shortstop. Uh, so if Tatis has his way, he's going to be a shortstop. I don't know if he gets his way. I don't know how much it will matter um, in the long run. Uh, if if I'm not docking Vlad for moving off of third base to first base, I'm not going to dock Tatis for moving off a of shortstop to center field. So the winner is Tatis. Second is Soto. He plays right field, which I take over third base or first base. And then Vlad with first base. So then you move on to injury. So injuries, and this is where Tatis gets really hurt. Uh, Soto and Vlad, not so much. 2019, Soto missed 10 games in April. Now you'll notice that I do not have the injuries on all of these. No matter how much Googling I did, sometimes I just couldn't find the injury cause for some of these games missed so what i did was i took any time they missed more than one game in a row i took it as an injury maybe it wasn't maybe they missed five you know soto missed five games in september of 2020 and uh, it wasn't injury it just was i don't know something i don't know but because he missed five games i'm considering it an injury even though i don't have a cause for it and we move on so 2019 april he missed 10 games no injury uh, to report 2020 August, he missed eight games due to COVID 2020 September. He missed five games in a row. And then 2021 in April, he missed 10 games in a row due to a shoulder injury. Started the season in April, started the season 2020 with COVID in August. Um, but all things considered, he missed 10 games in 2019 and 10 games in 2021. Uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And so, 33 games from injury in four years, 38 total games missed in those four seasons. That's pretty good for Soto. Um, I'll take that. Uh, only 38 games missed. That's pretty stinking healthy, especially when some of it is from COVID, which once we get over this, hopefully it'll never come back, and then you won't have those eight games missed from COVID in the future. Vlad Guerrero Jr., for everyone's 
worries about his size and you know how big he is or how big he was. He lost a ton of weight, put in a ton of work. Props to him. Um, all those people's concerns, and I get it. Some of those concerns stem from like looking at Prince Fielder. How big was Prince Fielder? And then, you know, how many games did he miss? Barely any. And now he left baseball at the age of 32 because of a neck injury and couldn't keep going. So there is concerns for bigger guys. But for right now, Flaggero Jr., big guy, healthier big guy, stronger big guy uh, than he was a couple years ago, but still big guy. But he's had no injuries. 2019, 12 one-off games. One single game here, one single game there, usually for rest. That's how many games he missed in 2019. 2020, he missed one game. Uh, In 2021, I also think he missed one game. Um, or no, no, I have that wrong. 2020, he didn't miss any games. He played the full season. 2021, he missed one game. That was just a typo on my part. So he missed 13 games in three years for all of those concerns. And I get some of the concerns. This is the healthiest guy we've got. He missed 13 games and probably a lot of them were for rest. So shout out to Vlad for being super healthy and being there every day. And then you get to Fernando Tatis Jr., who... I have 2018 on here, broken finger, minors. Obviously, this wasn't in the majors, but I wanted to point it out that in 2018, he got injured, broken finger. Fluke fluke injury? Sure, but still injured. Then 2019, April, he missed 34 games for a hamstring, stretching at second base to get an out. 2019, in August, he missed 43 games for a back injury. Now, some of that could have been he missed games because they just were out of it and didn't want to use him, you know, and just let his back heal. But... You're missing games for a back injury that young after missing games for a hamstring injury, after missing games in the minors for a finger injury, a little bit concerning, which brings us to 2021. In March, he had shoulder soreness in spring training. He didn't miss any games, but that was ominous and foreshadowing, if this was a movie, to the rest of 2021, in which 2021 in April, he missed nine games in a row for the shoulder injury. You remember when he swung the bat really hard, missed, and hurt his shoulder. And then in 2021, May, he missed eight games. I couldn't figure out what that was for. And then 2021, July, he missed 13 games for the same shoulder when he slid and hurt it. Now, here is my concern. He's missed 107 games in three years and 111 games totally. Four other games, obviously. One-off days, four rest. But still, 111 games in three years. That's a massive amount. Um, That is like a third of the games he could have played. 162, 162, and 60. It's a little bit less than a third of the games he could have played, but still, it's a drastic amount of games he has missed. The concern for me is that it's been multitude of different things. A broken finger one year, a back injury another year, hamstring injury, shoulder injuries. Who knows if any of that stuff is going to get better? Is the shoulder going to get injury? Is he going to keep having coming up with nagging soft tissue injuries, um, muscle injuries like the hamstring, quad, glutes? You know, is he going to hurt an ankle? Is he going to hurt a wrist? Um, is he going to break another bone? You know, there's so many things here because there's four different injuries in four different years. It has me super, super concerned. Now he did have a healthy 2020 and 60 games, but the other three years that were full seasons, not healthy, not full seasons. And so for that reason, I am very concerned. And a lot of people are probably willing to look the other way. They're, they're like, ah, You know, it hasn't been the same thing over and over and over, and therefore I feel better about him. But for me, looking at it, this many injuries, different injuries in this many years, you know, what's he going to injure next year? What's he going to injure the year after that? Has me super concerned. So the winner is Vlad, obviously not been injured. Soto is a close second, and Tatis is a distant, 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 distant 
distant, 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 distant third. Like he is as Vlad missing 13 games in three years and Tatis missing 111 games in three years. That is like night and day. That's like going to a steakhouse for dinner and going to McDonald's for dinner. You know, that is as far away as you can get. <clears throat> so with that, we go into stats. So you've got Juan Soto. Now, number one, once Juan Soto has an, a leg up. And the leg up is that he played at the age of 19, which the other two dudes did not do. And he played very well. 923 OPS, 142 OPS plus, age 19. Age 20, 949 OPS, 142 OPS plus. Super good. Age 21. In 2020, 1,185 OPS, 217 OPS plus, which is 117% better than the average. That's absolutely insane. Insane. I don't care if it's for 47 games. That's an absurd 47-game stretch. That's as hot as one can get. And then age 22 in 2021, he had a 999 OPS. Let's round it up for him. Give him a solid 1,000. So we'll say 1,000 OPS and a 175 OPS plus, which is really good. Dude is amazing. Dude is healthy, amazing, hits really well, and one of these years he's going to break 40 home runs. Vlad Guerrero Jr., 2019, 2020, 2021, 106 OPS+. Nah, not as good, above average, but not what you're looking for from a number one overall prospect. Then a 115 OPS in 2020. Still disappointing, but still good because, you know, 15% better than league average is still good. Uh, nothing to sneeze at. But then this year is when he really broke out, started hitting the ball in the air more, and just blew up. Led the league in runs, led the league in home runs with 48, led the league, American League, in on-base percentage at 401, led the league in slugging at 601, led the league in OPS at 1,002, and led the American League in OPS Plus at 169. Now, a couple things between Vlad and Juan Soto is that while he had a higher OPS by three points, and Vlad was talked about all year, it was only three-point difference between Soto and Vlad, despite Soto not getting talked about all year and Vlad getting talked about. Also, Soto's on-base percentage is way higher, 465 compared to Vlad's on-base percentage of 401. Now, obviously, Vlad's slugging percentage is way higher. That's where you get the huge difference here. Uh, the three-point difference is the slugging percentage. Um, but if I'm choosing a guy to bet on going forward for the rest of his career to be successful into his late 30s, I'm choosing the on-base percentage guy. Look at uh, Joey Votto, you know, guys like that. Uh, Juan Soto has that ability, and he is going to be very good into his late 30s. I don't have the same confidence with Vlad or with Tatis, but I have that confidence with Soto because his eye is so good that even if he's not driving the ball, he can foul pitches off and still get on base. And one thing, one other thing is Juan Soto had a 175 OPS plus. He's 75% better than league average. Vlad, 169, which is incredible because Vlad was talked about and Vlad was amazing. Vlad was incredible. And yet, Soto was still a better hitter than Vlad, despite not having a, nearly as many home runs. And then lastly, you've got Fernando Tatis, 2019. He had 969 OPS, 154 OPS plus. 2020, 937 OPS and a 156 OPS plus. And 2021, 975 OPS and a 166 OPS plus. So a career 160 OPS and uh, Juan Soto is also a career 160 OPS. Um, Vlad being a 137, but Vlad had the best year, better year this year compared to Tatis. Um, but overall, we're taking Soto. 
His on-base percentage, I'll take that all day, along with the fact that he just he has the same career OPS as Tatis, but he's been doing it longer, and he, his last two years have been better than Tatis's. Um, I'm taking Soto. And then you've got Tatis because his whole career is better than Vlad's, despite Vlad's year last year being significantly better than Tatis's. Um, or not, maybe not significant, but it was better. So Soto first, Tatis second, and Vlad third for stats. Which bring us on to personality. Now this, I just bring up the slide because this is personal preference, personality. You know, either you like a person's personality or you don't. You know, if you're watching this, odds are, unless you stumbled upon it on YouTube, you probably at least can tolerate my personality because you were watching it. Um, if you just stumbled it on YouTube because they suggested it, then, you know, maybe you hate my personality and you'd rather not listen to me. And yeah, fair. That's fair. You know, uh, nobody's personality is for everyone. And so personality is a personal choice. And for me, Tatis has the best personality. The smile, the hair, the aura, the uh, all-out play, you know, the living in California and all that stuff all goes into it. And Tatis has a great personality, and he's a number one for me. But Soto also has a great personality. Vlad also has a great personality. You see the antics they get into in the dugouts and uh, on the field and um Soto carrying his bat. You know, some people are going to hate it. I loved it. Carrying his bat all the way down the line. And, uh, what he does in the box and Vlad with his home run jacket and all that cool stuff. Like, they're great personalities. Tatis is up here. But Vlad and, and Soto are, like, right there. And so, for me, Tatis, number one, tied for second, Soto and Vlad, number two. Um, But you could go, you know, you could go any way. Maybe you think Tatis is annoying and you like Soto. Or maybe you think they're all annoying. Maybe you think they're all amazing or... Any which way, it's personal preference on personality. So we've got our little scale here. Now, you'll notice that I've got nine points for Tatis, 10 points for Soto down here, and eight points for Guerrero. Uh, that is wrong. Tatis should have 10. That was a mistake on mine. So what I did was I gave, if you are the first number name on the list, I gave you three points, second name, two points, and last name, one point. Now, age, it's tied, so I gave them all one point for age. Tatis gets three points for position. Soto gets two points, and Vlad gets one point. Vlad gets three points for injury. Soto gets two points, and Tatis gets one point. Soto gets three points for stats. Tatis gets two points, and Vlad gets one point. And then personality, Tatis gets three points. Soto and Vlad get two points. And, you know, you can't really... Um, stats, hard to, hard to fake. Uh, injury, hard to fake. Position... But personality is definitely personal choice, so your numbers could end up any which way uh, than mine did, right? But when you add it all up, Tatis has 10 points, Soto has 10 points, and Guerrero has 8 points. Now, I want to explain a few things. Number one, position. Shortstop is the cream of the crop. That is the, that is the position you want to be investing in if you are investing in baseball. But I don't think that the gap is as big as shortstop to first base to Tease to Vlad. I do think that there is some, uh, some, you know, third base lingering over for Vlad. And so I think the gap is a little bit closer there than some would expect. So is it really three to one points? I don't know. Now, Vlad and Tatis gap on injury. Vlad is significantly closer to Soto. 13 games and 38 games missing their careers is not that big. 
13 games to 111 games missed for Tatis. That is a massive, massive gap. And so for this, it's like, I don't think the gap is as big for Tatis and Vlad, though maybe it's fair because, you know, shortstop is still cream of the crop and third base isn't. Um, Injury, Vlad is like way up here, never getting injured. And Tatis is like way down here. Uh, No season-ending injuries, but nagging injuries that add on, add on, add on to games missed constantly um i think there's a bigger gap than like a you know a two-point gap here i think vlad should get five points and tatis should get one point type of thing um stats tatis and we're not bringing up soto soto's clear number one soto won a championship that adds into it soto's clear number one we don't have to talk about him he's got 10 points tatis has 10 points but soto uh being a champion puts him over the top he's number one um, but Tatis and Vlad, on the other hand, they're really close. Now, I know it's a two-point difference, but with the things we said on position, the things we said on injury, and stats of Vlad being better last year than Tatis was, and I'm pretty sure Vlad's probably going to be better than Tatis moving forward, just that's how good of a bat he is. Maybe not defensively, maybe not war, but stats-wise. Um, I think the gap is kind of closed for me. Uh, I think I would give them both 10 points. I think I'd give them all 10 points uh, with Soto being above because of the championship. And then what we have left is, you know, how can I choose between Guerrero and Tatis if everything is kind of even? And I'm going with Vlad Guerrero Sr. You have Vlad Guerrero Sr. Fernando Tatis has, Junior has Fernando Tatis Sr. He's an MLB player, hit two grand slams in one inning, but his dad's not a Hall of Famer. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is dad is a Hall of Famer, and I just think that gives him a little bump. I think people are going to be like, oh, I love Vlad Guerrero, and now I love Vlad Guerrero Jr. It's amazing to watch both of them. Um, and so for me, that plays into it a little bit, and so that's how you end up with Juan Soto number one, the on-base percentage, the personality, the power, the championship. He's clear number one for me. Uh Going in, I thought he was number one. Leaving, I'm very confident in him being number one for me. Number two, obviously, we just discussed it, was Vlad for all the reasons I brought up. And number three was Tatis. Now, I know a lot of people are like, you can't put Tatis number three. He plays shortstop, and I get it. Tatis is amazing. All these dudes are amazing. You can't pick one or the other. They are all incredible, incredible, incredible players. But if you had to pick one, and then you have to have somebody in second, you have to have somebody in third for me, third place to tease. And that's just because of the injuries. If he was like half as injured, he's probably number one on this list, but he's not, but he's not. And I just can't trust him to play. And the best ability is availability. And if you're not going to be able to play, if you're missing 30 games a year, I'd rather take a guy that's going to play 150, 160 games a year. That's just me. Um, uh, the only way you can increase your stats and increase your price and increase your standing with people is by playing and doing things on the field. And if you're missing uh, 10 games here and 15 games here, it's just not going to work. And so Soto number one, Guerrero number two, and Tatis number three. Um, Again, personal choice here. Personal choice. You can go any way. The stats could be different for you. Maybe you like... Tatis' stats more than Soto's. I don't know. Maybe you like somebody else's personality. One way or the other, you could, you know, use this and then figure out who you like. For me personally, it goes Soto. 
Vlad Tatis. That's how I would invest. But again, they're all generation talents. They're all super young. They're all amazing. They're all on Hall of Fame pass as long as they stay healthy. You can't go wrong anyway. So please, let me know what you think in the comments. Let me know if you think I'm crazy for picking Soto. Let me know if you love Soto or Vlad or Tatis. And uh, I would love to hear from you. Thank you guys for listening to Dang Corners today. And I will talk to you guys again next time.